previously on Live at 605. The comedic bit, bit the comedic, the, the, the comedic bit was that I started very high mm-hmm. and then I went normal and then I went low. Who decided that was comedy? <laughs> <laughs> and that would be our previously on. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm so cold. <laughs> Can I suggest layers? No. <laughs> I am wearing layers, just incorrectly. Is there a reason why you never <laughs> wear sleeves? I hate sleeves. I feel so inhibited in sleeves. Unless they're like weird architecture sleeves. What are architecture sleeves? I know like, architecture hair. Architecture hair is a basic principle of architecture sleeves. Architecture <laughs> sleeves are non-logical sleeves. There's like weird billows and ribbons and like they just they don't look like common sleeves. There's like things coming off of them. For instance, these sleeves, one are, are t-shirt sleeves, but there's They cut-outs. have slits in them. Exactly. They're non-logical. Can you explain what architecture hair is? Oh, man. Architecture hair is basically any dude on The, the Bachelor. bachelor. <laughs> um, but it's you've put so much gel in, it makes like a facade a of some some new age like art gallery. Kind <laughs> of thing. The best example of architecture hair is from a few years ago of The Bachelor. There was this like swimming guy named Robbie. On Robbie, it? Robbie. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he looked would, like Kendall. Yeah, exactly. Said. Yeah. He had architecture hair. He did. I didn't like him. Exactly. Anyway, this is season eighteen, episode eight of Live at Six Hundred Five, and you're drinking out your Mister Cup. Yep. Hey, Mister. I'm drinking out my Mrs. Cup. Yep. <laughs> I've always been a Mister, but you're officially a Mrs. Yeah. Now people have to refer to you as Mrs. Gomez. No, they don't. They wouldn't say Miss Gomez. They say Ms. But you're a Mrs. Yeah, but I, you can still say Ms. That's true. Well, who's calling you Ms. or Miss? When's the last time you got called Ms.? Ugh. Anytime I go somewhere for work. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me spit my drink out. No spit takes on this one. Well, why don't we give out all the contact information since we know we're like number one podcast in the world right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we should be paying your dad some mad like communication and PR like dollars because I feel like it's his doing that. The entire family now is, and friends are listening to the podcast. Well, I feel like we were always like critically acclaimed podcast. Yeah, but now it is the inner circle listening. It, it's like, yeah, it's like we won an award or something. <laughs> or like one cool person's like, oh, this is a cool podcast. Now everybody listens yeah. to it, which Who is was great. was that influence? Was your dad Maybe influ- my dad. Maybe Pops Malin. Pops Malin was the influencer. He- but no, like, yeah, we just, we, again, two new listeners within less than 24 hours. From well, our inner circle. Yeah, within friend group. There's fucking everyone all oh, over the yeah. world listening to Oh, yeah, but again, this. this is what we said. We have yeah. countries listening to us. We have, like, fans for days. Yeah. But our inner circle, our, like, most trusted ones across the city mm. have not listened. And then all of a sudden, season 18 is how we won them all back. I feel like that is that the reason why we got married? That's the reason why yeah. we did all these big things in our yeah. lives, just to have people... Pretty much go on the journey with us. Well, I will say, do you think this is so far maybe the best season we've ever done? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, I think most of the things we do, you think, are the best things we've ever done. To that point, yeah. That is We're some gonna do white some... parenting if I ever heard anything. 
Everything I do is special in this world. That was like when we watched that episode of what, what is Who's it, Masters? No, oh. I love watching Who's the Boss now. Um, Masters, Masters of None. None, and it was like the white parent versus the ethnic brown parent, and it was like, "Son, you got seventy on your math quiz. That's fantastic," says the white parent. And then close. The, like, what was it? It was there. It was Aziz and Zari and his Asian friend talking. Like, oh, I went over to my white friend's house. You know what their parents do? They, like, hug their kids. No, and there was also a test score one. And oh, then, yeah. If I got, seven, if I got uh, 70 on yeah. a math test, that is unheard of. And then, I was slinging straight 50s in math. <laughs> so at 70. But then I bring home a 90, like 95%. Oh, humble brag over there. Whatever. In math? In math. And then my parents are like, so where did that other 5% go? Right? Were you always Here's like. extra tasks. We don't, they don't do straight A's or B's and C's in Canada. So what, what was, on average, you were just like mid to high 80s and everything? Or like starting point would be, a, your, the look on your face when I said mid 80s. Yeah. <laughs> if you're so getting what, a mid 80, you might as well just not shoot that's for That's honor roll. <laughs> is it? I, I will remind you. I, my la, This is how I con the system. My last year of Can't high school. tell me things about conning. Oh, I didn't con the system, but I kind of did. You just actually said, let me tell you the way I con the system. <laughs> well, this is, I'm sure I've said this before, but my graduating year of high school. Mm. I was on the honor roll, mm-hmm. and I somehow did honor roll because half my classes, I got 50s. The other half, I got like 99s Yeah, because I took gym, <laughs> drama, yeah. com tech, and yeah. then I taught gym class. See, and then I, I also did like history and science and math, and I got like straight 50s in those. I See, I'm not going to say the names because all of, all of my friends are successful still, but I'm not going to say the names. And they knew like just simply the face I gave you just now yeah. was the face I gave them. Ten years after, I know exactly who you're talking about. But we won't say anything. But the example is back in high school, one friend or two friends and myself were in the same law class. This teacher wasn't the best teacher, but it was a great class. Like we had a lot of fun in it and learned a lot and kind of set up like where we wanted to be for the future. Blah blah blah. Whatever. My friend did not want to do this one huge paper. And somehow convinced that teacher, though, that she had already handed it in. Oh, man. Got a great grade on it and, like, made him feel bad that he, he couldn't find the paper. And I'm like... and he's Sneaky like, Dickens. Sneaky Dickens. And so then I was, like, struggling on this paper for, like, months. Get what, quote, unquote, is a shittier grade yeah. back. And then 10 years later, she's like, you know, I never wrote that paper. Right? <laughs> There's no way she would tell you that in the moment. Oh, no. 10 I'm years later, you're still mad. 100% I'm still mad. So let me... Big parents. <laughs> yeah, white parents still get mad. Like, did, did you, when you were in high school and stuff, did you always, like, certain tests, did you have to get them signed by your parents? Yeah. I became um... a master of forging my dad's signature. <laughs> my dad's signature pairs a similar resemblance to Donald Trump's, like, waveform. <laughs> thing and so it really is and i've seen my dad do this he's he's all fancy yeah. pants where he has, he does like a swirl with his hand first to get him like warmed up before he actually puts pen to paper oh so God. then i was like yeah i'm gonna do this but then i got like too uncomfortable with my dad's so then i started learning my mom's and then i got caught but let me ask you are you doing that because you only got like an 83 and a science test and you're yes. scared because you didn't get a 90 yes 
Like I said, I was proud to give my parents a 55% math <laughs> test. Do you remember, or can you ballpark what your lowest, like, either grade or test score oh, ever was? I think I, like, I didn't fail, but I think I've gotten, like, 55s or 60s in others. What, what course Like, is calculus. <laughs> calculus. I'm doing, like, remedial math. Yeah, I still remember my lowest mark ever was grade 11 math. My... This was so stupid. I remember. Yes, I had a tutor. Mm-hmm. He whistled while he gave me the answers. I told my teacher, this is great. You're going to say something else differently <laughs> this time. And I'm like, what the fuck? I think, I think his name was Mr. James or something. This old <laughs> yeah. retired guy. I told, what have we learned about old tired people after watching Who's the Boss? They're horny. <laughs> That's why when you're like, every time I did a question, he and I'm like, oh, oh my God, what did he do? Well, now I got to bring this up. Yeah. Now I feel uncomfortable if like my parents or like Aunt Jay's <laughs> listening. But we were there, like all they show on MTV now is who's the boss. Which I find very bizarre. It's because like the, for a while they would only show Friends. Yeah. And the King of Queens. And now it's just but who's like, the boss. At least Friends is 90s. I don't Who's know the when, boss is late 80s, early 90s. Is it? It feels like early 80s. No, no, no. Late 80s. Uh, like maybe. 86, okay. probably 93, 94. That's fair. Okay, so who's the boss? Famous for Tony Maselli, Angela Bauer. Yeah, and Mona Bauer. Mona I feel like she had a different mom? last name, though. Mona. Maybe. Maybe she was just like Madonna, Mona. That's true. I always did kind of think she was attractive. Well, of Mona. course you would. So. <laughs> now I know why I... Oh, this goes into why you called me a... What? A size queen the other day. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, one story at a time. I had a theory, and it's not a theory. You can look it up. In the late 80s, early mm-hmm. 90s, a lot of shows were made about older people. Can I just preface this? Yes. It's not you had a theory. There's a theory that because you didn't document your I theory. cracked the clue. <laughs> you cracked the clue. Basically, in the late 80s, early 90s sitcoms, people were making TV shows about horny, old, retired people. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to say that word. I won't say it again, but you look at Mona from Who's the Boss. That's true. She wanted to like get it in. Yeah. Blanche from, Blanche Gold, from Golden, Golden Girls, Girls wanted to get or it in. Or that whole squad wanted yeah, to. Yeah, they all kind of did. Like, right? be a, be, what's her name? Be Arthur? Yeah. Undercover freak. 100%. And then there was Dorothy sh- Spornak. That's her name. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she does in the Wasn't opening her, credits. Oh, she like bites her fist. What was the I Golden can't Girls? bite anything. <laughs> well, how did that theme song again for Golden Girls go? Sha-na-na-na. Is that right? No, no. Let's pause it. The song I had stuck in my head was Growing Pains, but this is the Golden Girls theme song. No, that's a YouTube ad. We got 12 seconds, so let's just talk amongst ourselves. Oh, boy. And then there's one other show. Empty uh, Nest. Empty Nest, which the is... The old, like, um, what you would call it, horny doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Um, Ew, who lived, like, with his, like, group of people yeah. in Miami. It I was, was going to say Miami. Yeah, it was like a retiree. But I felt like maybe that's the year there was, like, this influx of, like, baby boomers kind of thing or whatever the generation is before that. Yeah. Um, Kind of coming into their own and they're like... What do you do in this like chapter post work? You just like get it on. Yeah, I had a I really liked shows that were set in like Miami or Florida because wasn't Golden Girls set in there? Yeah, because they that's where you go to retire. Exactly, and there's like all these palm trees. Yeah, did Did you you get the song? Yeah, did you also know before I hit play? There's a high number of STDs amongst um, people in retirement homes. No, it's a true fact (laughs) because they can't get pregnant and they just. Bang all Wait a second. What? What you You're do? totally just getting that off a fucking show what? we just watched. What show? We Catfish? Just w- no. What show? It was 911 or something. Yeah, that was an episode. That's based. Oh, that's, boy. Anyways, we've talked about 
old people in heat enough. Here's the Golden Girls theme song. Let's see. Sure, I need a slate to tell me when it first aired. Just, oh yeah, this song. God is true, you're a friend and a confidant. You're acting like you don't know this song. Oh, I do. Oh, look at that, Mike. I love their house, too. Yeah, Betty White, that's great. Before Wait, she... she's going to bite her hand soon. Okay, we're just going to watch this. I kind of like Blanche, too. Of course you would. <laughs> Oh, no, I think she already bit her hand. Oh, okay. I mean, you're fronting if you didn't watch Golden Girls as a kid. I do remember watching that with my grand and stuff. So. Well, no, like, even just watching Who's the Boss, like, I think we watched, like, one and a half episodes this morning, and you're like, did you know that Jonathan becomes a meth addict? And I'm like, in, in real life. show? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so progressive. And then I kept asking you, I'm like, yo, when did... um. Tony and Angela get together. Well, you were just taking a nap, and there was an episode where... Oh, no! There was an episode where Tony is, like, up for auction, where... I feel like this was also, again, something every 90s sitcom did, where it's yeah. like they would auction off, like, the, the guy to, yeah. like, go clean. Yeah. So I feel like they did that in Saved by the Bell with the guys. They, like, and auction... Full House. Exactly, yeah. They, yeah. They, they, there's an episode they auction... So Tony... And everything happens again. Tony gets auctioned. Yeah. What happens? Angela wants to bid 100, and this other yeah. chick bids... 200, 300, it goes back and forth to like this other girl bids a thousand. <gasps> and just like in Full House, where Jesse likes Becca, but then yeah. someone from Jesse's past. Yeah. <laughs> <Becca>. <laughs> well, guess what? This chick from Brooklyn, New York, who Tony knew from the past, bids on her. And then Angela goes to therapy and it's just like, Really? She's in therapy, pacing around, being like, Why would Tony do this? And the therapist is like, Just tell me you love Tony. <gasps> she's like, I will not do it. Then she's like, I love Tony. Oh, no. He's the most special person. And then. It was actually quite sad. She's just like, well, go tell Tony. She's like, I'm not going to do that. And the therapist is like, why? She's like, well, if my first husband, I had to be the one to get down on my one knee. She's like, really? my own mother, for God's sakes, doesn't hug me. I have to hug her first. She's like, for once in my life, I want someone to tell me something first. Oh, wow. So, so there's a real stubborn. power struggle. Very power struggle. Well, you were just saying, like, <laughs> she's like the original clean Don Draper, head of an advertising agency, yeah. creative director, right? And then it's also like Tony Maselli might as well be the first Joey Tribbiani. Yeah. Right. And so we just said like there's a lot of like really funny, what you would call it like, uh, storyline components to eighty sitcoms. Well, but now I'm like super intrigued to see them get together. So I can't believe I missed that. Here's an. Well, it's they like very Ross and Rachel. The original Ross and Rachel. Mm. Here's another thing that happens in all 80s and 90s sitcoms. Mm. For some reason, random music celebrities come to your house. Yeah, Ray Charles. Ray Charles just came to Angela and Tony's house. Yeah. The Beach Boys go to the full, full house. house. Yeah. Like, there's always episodes of just, like, famous people popping up in your house. Yeah, you're trying to get your, like, what is it? Make like, how do we get Chance the Rapper to come to our house right now? That'd be the equivalent. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not going to like that Tyler the Creators <laughs> band of the week. <laughs> I feel okay. like, no, sorry, I was just going to say, the more I think about it, like, writing for sitcoms in the 80s and 90s is just, like, really just... Um, well, it's more formulaic. Yeah, exactly. I think even, just thinking now, I can't think of who, but Alf, celebrities would come to Alf's house. Who? So. Like, other aliens? <laughs> you know how many stomachs Alf had? I think four. Ew. <laughs> and he liked cats, and he was from Melmac. And he ate cats. So why don't you give out your contact information? If you want to get in contact with us or check out some of the cool shit we've been up to that we talk about on the podcast, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. 
Did you post any cool shit this week or anything? Um, a bunch of stories, so you can go back and check them out. As I drop my pen cap? Yep. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. And then follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Live at 605. And then what should everyone do on iTunes, you think? Drop us a comment or rate us on iTunes because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Exactly. So I, I helped you with something? Yes, you <laughs> did. This past week... Or not even the last two weeks. This morning. Oh, sorry. No, the two weeks. I've been like obviously re-listening to the podcast. And then. (laughs) We listened to it as we made dinner last night. That's true. Well, I had to because that'll bring me to my super fan of the week. But basically, for whatever reason, the cover art would refer back to the season 17 cover art. Where we still look amazing. Great cover art. But it's like, I don't want to see the, you know, season 17 cover art when I'm listening to season 18. So then last night or this morning, you then resubscribe to the podcast. Mm. And now we're all back in business. Exactly. So uh, do you want to do sponsorships or super fans first? Uh, let's do. Do you have a sponsorship this week? I don't know. Do we? I do. Okay, go. This is my sponsorship oh of the boy. week. What? 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 Is what? Is it the spider? Yes. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> this was like some. Tra- this might be the most traumatic sponsorship of the week. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Hit me with. If it. there's a creepy crawler, a rodent, a bug, a bee, a rat, a mouse, or a beaver in the apartment. Why is there beavers in know. the apartment? I don't know. Who is getting rid of them? Uh, you are. Do you like? spiders or no if i have to pick them up i will but usually i don't i'll say love this apartment i've been in here 12 years i can count on one hand the amount of bugs i've seen in the apartment here yeah i had something extremely traumatic happen to me last friday after a great day drop the pen cap for the second time so we had just come from somewhere we can't tell you what yet although you might find out at the end of the episode what something crazy we did Mm -hmm. and we came home like oh this is great and then we're in the the six oh five studios right now and mm-hmm. I'm putting my clothes away and I look up out the window and all of a sudden on the ceiling right next to the curtains I see a spider. Whoa crawling on the roof of the apartment. The roof, the ceiling. Yeah, I guess okay, sorry, sorry, right. I was roof ceiling different, but same idea. Ceiling of the apartment. I mm-hmm. see a spider, not like a tiny itsy bitsy spider, but like kind of a big ass spider. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh god, I gotta kill these things. Yes, I killed a spider. I'm sorry, PETA. You're not listening, I hope. But they're great. I know spiders are good for your house. They keep other things away. But <laughs> I don't want a spider in my house. Yeah. But it's one thing if there's a spider on your wall. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit easier to like grab them and then take them outside yeah. or flush them down the toilet or whatever you want to do. <laughs> but this guy was on the ceiling. And I'm like, God damn it. So I had to get on a chair. Yeah. And stood up there for like 15 minutes just staring at him. With two giant paper towels. Two giant paper towels. I screamed. You scream. Don't get me Kleenex. Get me, me paper, paper towels. towels. Two. Yeah. And then I have to... I'll do it. I'll take care of the job. I'll get the job done. I just need to build up to it. Because it's like, you got to be quick with the hands. Yeah. All in one motion, you got to go grab him either mm-hmm. firm enough that he's not going to get away, but you can let him out. Mm-hmm. Or fucking squish his goddamn body to pieces so he doesn't yeah. lay eggs in your ears. Yeah. You know I had a spider bite my earlobe once when I Can slept? Can you not? No, what I... Anyways. Keep going. So I built up the strength, the confidence, and I think you were just outside the studio. You were watching me. You watched me when this yeah, happened, I think, hilarious. right? Yeah, hilarious. I go to grab the spider. I grab the spider, but there's a miscommunication on both of our parts. Wait, and yours and the spider's? Yeah. 
He knew what I was doing. He was watching me. I'd stood there for way too long. Yeah. He jumped off the ceiling. Yeah. Jumped for freedom. Jumped, hit on me right arm. on my arm. You screamed I, as if you you got oh, shot. Because I could feel his. And you're like, eight, I've been hit. I've been jumped on my arm yeah. from there. Jumped off my arm. To be honest, I actually didn't kill him. I think it was a suicide mission because yeah. he was actually dead on the ground. Yeah. And I didn't actually kill him, so yeah. you can't you get just, mad at me. like, released. But he jumped on my arm, and I didn't know where he was. I, was, I started, like, ripping my clothes off in case he was in my shirt. And I don't care. Call me not a man. I'm a man other ways. I'm not a man this way. I'm a 2019 you're just, man. You're just a Muppet of a man. I'm a Muppet of a man. I'm a manly Muppet. And there he was on the ground, got him, flushed him, sent him to hell back to where he belongs, probably in hell with Satan. And that was like over a week ago. Yeah. And now I just, I keep looking at these ceilings, just hoping. Did you ever see the movie Arachnophobia? No. The movie is scary. Yeah. But the way you talk about this spider, it's as if you cured cancer or something. (laughs) You're like, man, I got to tell you about this extreme battle I went into. Well, it is. It's because I have a phobia of of spiders and snakes. Can I let you in on a secret? Sure. Sometimes. Not a real phobia. What? It's called arachnophobia. I don't know what it's called. Sorry, keep going. Sometimes I let you do things. Oh, by all means, please kill the spider. I'm actually not scared of spiders. Why don't you kill these spiders? <laughs> Why are you not killing spiders? The things that I am afraid of what? that I wouldn't touch are like earwigs, centipedes, etc. Those Every, are easier to... I hate those I'll ones. get rid of those ones. Spiders, I just like seeing you freak out. So why aren't you killing spiders? <laughs> Because it's funnier. Yeah, this but way. you but your way of getting rid of them can't be by just putting a glass on top of no, it. No, I put glasses on top of centipedes and earwigs and other things. Spiders, I'm fine with killing. You're okay to do that. Yeah. Okay. For from now until I'm dead, I'll do spiders. You kill spiders. You do everything else. Oh, we can't tell the story of what we just bought. No. Let's save that for next time. All right. Well, we learned something new this week. Thank you. That's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I almost got a <laughs> caught your burp on microphone. Damn it. So Do you have a sponsorship? I don't think so. Um but then again I can't remember certain things. Dang. I feel like this week has been very long. This whole two days have been really long. Yeah. This I don't, life has been long. Life has been long. Um I don't think there's been anything really. No. Um so I'll pass I'll, I'll free pass my sponsorship of the week. Okay. Uh do you have a super fan? Dun, dun, dun. We have had super fans every week. We it? will. We clearly have super fans now. So especially, I mean, season any, eighteen. Anyone fans for days. Anyone around the world, they can write in if they want, or tweet us, yeah. or Instagram, and say they want to be a super fan. They don't even have to say why. Totally. Or if you're a friend, just tell us, and we'll put you on on too. Yeah, but this is more the the way I'm having fun with season eighteen super fans is the way I get excited when like I get to see our little best friends. Right? It's like getting a story plus how they're listening or what episode they're listening to is mm. like such good fun to hear. So yesterday, ugh, I was coming home from my violin lessons at oh. John T's last week, but I realized I didn't talk about. So I'll explain that later. But I was coming home from violin lessons and I was in an Uber and then I go on to, I get an I, uh, Facebook message and it's from none other than Carolyn Sachs. Or should I say her last name? I, guess, I think she's a Malin now. I think she changed her name. Oh, am I the only one who didn't change my name? Yeah, it just means you don't love me, but that's fine. <laughs> Valerie Malin is the whitest <laughs> name ever. 
Yeah, but to be honest, you're pretty white sometimes. Yeah, I know I am. So, um, but you just don't expect me to show so up. So when it comes to grades. Yeah, that's why I want to be... What does that mean? What? He's like, except when it comes to grades. Because <laughs> you just talked about the difference between white parents and ethnic parents Listen, with grades. you're walking up friggin' Parliament Street talking about how... Also, all here's the thing. I think what? this this works with any style of parents. What? Just set... Your, the standards lower for when you go into school. Like I was, oh. I wasn't going into grade five with getting 90s every day. I was going into grade five getting straight 70s. Yeah. So that if I dipped down to a mid 50 or a high 60, they weren't getting pissed off. But if I got a high 80, heaven forbid I get a 90 in something. I got 99. I got a, either 99 or 100 percent in Comtech, and now look what I do for a living. That's my job. Comtech. <laughs> So I'm coming Here. home in the Uber, and I get a text message from Carolyn, and she's like, bah ha ha ha. Who loves her husband because she took yeah. her last name. Oh, my God. I'm just joking. Carolyn I don't care. Is DJ Mallon's husband in last week's episode. No, his of wife. Mo- Oops. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Carolyn. Um, what you call I could be wrong, but I think she took his last name. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't she, know. she can text us and tell us, right? <laughs> Carolyn, take my side on this one. I love your name. What's I love your, your name. I love sh- I'm sorry. I said if I was John Gomez. Uh, they would be disappointed when they see me. Yeah, because they think the baseball player showing up, yeah. Johnny Gomez. <laughs> um. So anyway, Carolyn texts me and she's like, "Ah, love the episode of the podcast. Just listening to it." And we wedding did season, wedding last season. Week. Um, last week's episode, which was awesome, because I'm like, I didn't even realize Carolyn was listening to the podcast. There you go. Um. So that made me super excited. She's a Malin, of course she does. <laughs> I know. This is where I feel like your dad should get like royalties for this. So she's actually more cut up on season 18 than I am. Because so <laughs> you like, keep re- listening to the first three episodes. <laughs> yeah, because I want to relive our The glory wedding. years. The glory years. Um, the golden so glory was, years. Yeah. So she was talking about um, some of the stuff that we commented on in um, within that episode. And one of the things was called, calling out her, uh, hers and DJ Mallon's friends who live in Leslieville, which yeah. I should because it's our dream. Yeah. Or at least my dream to have a house in Leslieville, if not close to it. Yeah, like I a love pocket the, of Leslieville would be great. Yeah, I would love a to pocket. be in the East End. So anyway. One day, maybe. Yeah, seriously. Um, what you going to call it? But I think this is where um, it was just so exciting. I came home and like, yo, Carolyn's listening to the podcast. Mm. And then you're like, really? And I'm like, yo, as we cook dinner, maybe we should listen to that <laughs> episode of the podcast. <laughs> so Carolyn, you are the super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That's it on cool. Yeah. Should we get into this shit? Yeah, let's get into this bullshit. Should we start with a mystery date? Yes. This is the last mystery date we had gone Technically, on? Technically not. Because the I should I told you the one concert I got tickets for should have been a mystery date. So then we'll just pretend like it is. Yeah. So the first mystery date was uh, we always like we've explained this before. You've all listened to it. We like finding mystery dates to go on, self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah. And so I found another cool one for us on a lazy Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember what we did beforehand. We went to lunch. But what would we? What did we do before that lunch? Oh my gosh, we went to go. We went to an open house to that condo. Yeah, yeah. Right? But why we went to that area? But we weren't. We walked around for something. We walked down to Queen Street. I guess it doesn't really matter now. Oh, we went shopping to like Frank and Oak and stuff. You went shopping. That's what it was. Yeah. You went to anthropology. Anyways. Oh, okay, yeah. They didn't have what I wanted. 
wanted. So I didn't tell you what the mystery date was. Mm-hmm. And we're just, I'm just, all I can tell you is it's like Queen West. And mm-hmm. then we can just go out and have lunch. And this thing will be like an hour long or so. Mm-hmm. And so we went and found a good restaurant. We got to eat outside and had a beer each, which is mm-hmm. uncharacteristic for just the two of us. <laughs> yeah, especially in the afternoon. So that was fun. And then we still had like 10, like 20 minutes to spare before the mystery date. And we're walking around and we see like an open house. So we're like, well. So it's kind of in like the downtown core Right on Duncan yeah, Street. Yeah, around like the Much Music building totally. and stuff. And so it's in like a high rise or whatever. And so we're like, yeah, okay, let's just go. It's weird to not see a place with Becca. Yeah. But we're like, we might as well go. So then we like, this is where I love because it's like you and I, I think, just riff off each other. It's like to tell a story. Mm. So we go up to the guy and we're like, oh, we're here for the open house. And he's like, oh, that's great. How'd you hear about us? And we're like, blah, blah. Like, yeah. Like, you had an elaborate story. Yeah, we had like such a weird elaborate story. And then he's like, okay, just go through here, go to the elevator, blah, blah, blah. It's on the penthouse floor at the end of the hall. Mm. And so we're like, okay. And so then he's like, just ask for Mary or yeah. something. And so then we go into the place. It was actually quite pretty inside yes. but it was all windows and i remember yes. you being terrified like you wouldn't use the balcony no it was also weirdly like small for yes. how much they were charging it was two floors but it was still pretty tiny yeah and so but like the main area was quite nice and it was like on a pretty busy street with like a beautiful skyline um review but we hadn't really ever looked at condos and i know like a lot of people were like you should buy a condo. You should buy a condo. We're like, we're not condo people anymore. We didn't want to take elevators. Yeah, we don't want elevators no more. So we kind of stayed in there for a bit. We told Mary, like, a version of our story and fake yeah. story and, like, whatnot. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we were just like, do you like that place? And or no. no. So then we left and went to the mystery date. And the mystery date, the mystery date was called Party Pie. Yeah. So it was a mini golf, but not your average mini. This no. wasn't your grand. This wasn't your horny old grandmother's <laughs> mini golf. It wasn't Blanche's mini no. golf. This is very cool hipster mini golf. Yeah. And I can't. I don't know if it's a pop up shop or if they're just there for a while or whatever. But it was this cool thing I saw online, mm-hmm. and it basically you do like every. Th- whole is like a different theme mm-hmm. uh so, so there's like a uh, toronto like skyline theme like a back to the future et, ET. they had like a seinfeld theme they had like a family guy the game board operation theme you could play plinko with your golf yeah. ball it was very it was like very much built for our generation to mm. be like like mid to late 90s early 2000 kind of stuff and like all the music there was exactly from that era too which was super fun. Like, yeah, we, I just had so much fun. And I realized, I'm like, this is like a token first date. But I've, we've, I've never taken you mini golfing before. No, I've never gone mini golfing. For as many times as we've gone to the driving range, oh, we've yeah. never done that. Have you ever done a mini golf date before? Yes. Me too. With who? Someone from Zellers. Is this the long con? <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that I'm jealous of something that's happened in the past that we've 18. already done. Yeah. Which, which we've already and done. And you're not jealous. I'm not really jealous. Do you like mini golf? I like that one. That one was super funny. Yeah, that one was awesome. I think... The only thing I didn't like yeah. was... Because you and I are very much like... Oh, I think because you're supposed to rotate and like... Each one you can spend like five minutes at. It's not like just do it and yeah, leave. Yeah, you're supposed to take some pictures, take have some fun pictures, with it. Take some pictures, have some fun and whatnot. And so like the guy who was like 
the one of the ushers, he gave us like free coins. He gave us free coins for right? free rounds of mini golf. Along the like the advanced one, he's like, "Yeah, you guys are good people. Here's some free shit." And we're like, "Thanks, man." <laughs> and so then we went to that one, but these two other people who were like, like the lame versions of us, super lame, super lame, just kept like, like crowding our space yeah and so like what is it called on the golf course where people like like play through yeah and so it was like the plinko one which we were so excited to like play on right ended up being it's in the middle um what you call it we would play but then we'd almost have to rush through so right. it's like you couldn't actually like take a picture or, like try no. again or anything no 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 because they were like literally like crawling up behind us for everything so i'm kind of like you just got here. Like, <laughs> yeah. why do you want to do this in 10 minutes? I know. Like, we got it for free, but yeah. you probably paid at least 20 bucks. And I think we went during a Saturday afternoon. I think if we went, like, Saturday night, it would have been way too busy and way yeah. too rushed. So I think if you guys go to Party Putt, go mm -hmm. on, like, a Saturday afternoon when it's not as busy except for that lame version of us. Yeah. And so I have pictures of it on my Instagram. You can see, like, a pic collage of it, which was super fun if you want to check out what you're getting yourselves into. So that was a pretty fun mystery date. I thought a mm -hmm. good Saturday afternoon. Yes. And I feel like we did something later that night too. I think. Oh, oh yeah, we did. But that's when we went out with like Chris and Miranda and Becca and Isaac. We did. Yeah, we went out to that Japanese place. We did on Bloor Street. Oh, the no Asian Thai Fusion restaurant. Thai restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this one, Chris, I'm calling you out. We hadn't seen you jamming. Oh boy. For so long, and so like. Let's be fair. I could jam every day of the week after the wedding. Like, I was, like, ready to go. But it was so fun to finally see everyone together because we hadn't really all been together since the wedding, right? And so um, we went to this, like, awesome restaurant on Bloor Street, which was great because I didn't realize that both Chris and Miranda now have to drive into the city oh, yeah. at that point. And so I'm like, oh, fuck, how did we swing this? Um, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. But we had so much food. Yes. That day, remember we had like meat sweats leaving there? I remember that. Do you know meat sweats is a Canadian slang term? Really? Because none of my friends from the U.S. when we were in Montreal last week knew that term at all. Never heard of meat sweats. Never heard of meat sweats. Hmm. Have I they heard of size queens? Oh, Lord. <laughs> so I just have to say that just so I can make that our title. Okay. Uh, we should also tell the story about being size queens. I don't remember the story. There's so many. What's one not from? Meatballs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can tell that story, not the other one. No, I don't even know what the other one is. <laughs> the other one. Yeah, last night we we made my new, my new favorite food is turkey burgers or turkey meatballs. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so whenever we cook something, I try and deliberately give John. Wait, did we finish the previous story? I think so. So then we had meat sweats. Meat sweats. Anyway, so then um, golfing was fun. So then, <laughs> whenever we're cooking something, I always try and get John to do like a portion of it repetitively, so that way, if I ever leave you, where are you leaving me to for? go to on a like a work trip? You end up eating things more substantial than seven pieces French of French, French toast. <laughs> so okay, you're making these meatballs, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is not like the fucking. Well, um, segment in the wedding singer when that old nana with like gives Adam Sandler one meatball in his hand. So I'm like, here, make meatballs this size, and I literally put. You my, never sized it. I did. You size never gave it. me a size. So John literally like, okay, here's cream. the thing. I was like, make them the size of a golf ball. Like that's no, just so people can visualize it. Yeah, but you never said this. No, to me. I was said, like, make a ball. <laughs> make a meatball. <laughs> like, come on, man. Racist. And so, um, what's your Angela? Calling? Make a meatball. <laughs> 
of what? That he does something else all the time. Yo, Angela. Yo, Angela. I don't know how he does it. Um, what you gonna call it? So then he like. Makes I used this to play fucking, baseball. He makes a fucking like the size of a tennis ball. I'm like, who the fuck is eating this? And then I was like, make it smaller, yeah. right? And then I said, I'm like, yeah, oh, you size queen. You size queen. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, I should have called you a size yeah, queen in that instance. But anyways, now we can call this episode "Size Queen," which is all I wanted. So, unless iTunes kicks us off yeah. for that. So then, after that, um, we had one more mystery date, which wasn't really a mystery date, but I should have made it one. We got really into the of Monsters and Men new album, and I think they were our band of the week last season, maybe towards the end. Maybe. I think. Um, but a two, over two hundred episodes, a free content. 100%. Who knows how many? But their new so if you haven't listened to of Monsters of Men, they're like this. I I didn't realize they were Icelandic till we got there. Um, but they're a very like anthemic like rock indie rock band, and they have like they actually have like songs for days. I feel like they've been out for years for sure. Um, and so what is yep. it? Lionheart is one of them. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, yo, I'm buying these dirty tickets, paws, right? And so I ended up buying the tickets pretty quickly after we listened to that album, Tesla. And Sean, I think we're going to that one too. Tesla or no, just Tesla. Yeah, Tesla went with some other friends. Hmm. Um, You're. Hmm? Sorry, I've been watching too much Dita Samaro. <sighs> Size queen. So then <laughs> this night, again, it was at the Molson Amphitheater. And so. We went we, for dinner beforehand. Where did we go for that queen one? Queen and Beaver. Oh, yeah, that was such a good hang. That was good. Um, and so we go there. And so Sorry, it's a little bit drizzly. It almost works as a skirt. Thank you. I'm wearing a sweater as a skirt. <laughs> um, what's your call? You also kind of look like a person in a retirement home with a blanket over their legs. <laughs> That's the two things I've just been thinking. Salaman went like ding, ding, Oh, ding, from ding. Breaking Bad? Yeah. Oh, thought, Machia. Yeah, when I was dinging the bell at the <laughs> lo- office location, yeah. that's all I was trying to make it sound like. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You have to um, make your face like this. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what you call it? Ding, ding, ding. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate. It's like the I one scene I scene. hate from Breaking love Bad. love that scene. A 30-minute scene just to get the guy to spell fuck off. Yeah. It's so First row, it. A, ding. Okay, A, B, C, D, ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> Second row, first. Okay, first word, D. Second, go. Why are a, you spelling B. it so weird? If you I don't know. It's fuck the off. So then, anyway, so we go on road to this concert. It's kind of raining. It's drizzling, but it said it wasn't supposed to rain till like midnight. Mm. And so the one shitty thing was. As soon as we got to the amphitheater, it started like pouring. Yeah. And so we had to get ponchos. Emergency ponchos. Emergency ponchos. And so like we weren't covered for this show. Like the amphitheater only has like an overhang for like to like the 200 level. So in the 300s where we were, we just missed it. Hmm. And so the one shitty thing I think that took me out of that concert experience was all like the rain and the rustling around because even like the lawns were cleared. (laughs) And stuff like that. So it was hard to kind of pay attention to something that I feel like if it was sunny and like it would just be such a better hang. So I felt like that concert was good, but it didn't live up to how good it could be because of the weather. Yeah, I agree. I think their voices were awesome. They Mm -hmm. sounded just like the record. So that was fun. But yeah, the rain kind of killed it, killed the vibe, bit of a vibe killer. But that was a lot of fun still. Yeah. And then what you gonna call it? I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna talk about violin because that'll lead me into the screening day. Okay, go for it. So back in the beginning of August, I said to John, just because I'm like I want to do something 
um, for myself, right? And so I want something that takes up all my focus and just like is another thing similar to the mystery dates, like just something to pour into that makes me happy, right? And so we obviously have the great violin Maurice that John bought me like four to five years ago. And I did some lessons back then, but be- since our wedding, we've obviously befriended the quartet, the Tonbo Quartet. And I kept saying to Bijan, I'm like, yo, after the wedding, I want to start doing some like lessons again because I would love to be able to back up the band if we play like any whatever song, like I could right. just accompany them. And so I'm like, it's mainly more like fundamentals that I want to learn and like clearly even today, like how to tune the violin. And so then I had been talking to Jeremy, who is also in the quartet, um, and he was like, oh, I don't know if I can, like, um, teach, because he's like, I have a full schedule. And then in the summer, he finally was like, hey, Val, I have some openings if you want to come and, like, um, come for some lessons. So at the beginning of August, I signed up to do some violin lessons with Jeremy, which was also fun because it kept our wedding spirit still alive as well, which I loved. And just keeping – this is the same thing with, like – other people who worked on our wedding too i'm like i don't want to say bye to all these people like i'm like they're just all fun great people and so i know i don't want to say bye to the person who sold us those rental chairs like they were great people can you not be a dick and so anyway fine this no is, i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i don't want to, i don't care about those people but like the quartet <laughs> i love how is that racist if anything it's like furniturist <laughs> um and so anyway so i've done now probably like six lessons i feel like more but yeah probably six to seven lessons with jeremy well i've only paid for eight and i haven't done two. Oh, yeah so probably six. six yeah um and so it's been so fun because much like my last round of lessons I'm not the oldest student, but I'm also not the youngest. Oh, yeah. But the way Jeremy teaches is very, um, is a lot more the approach I actually appreciate more. Um, it's nice to be working with somebody your age and who like knows what you're about musically, um, which is fun. And so John's really good because you'll like kind of endure my practicing. and like, You sound great. Yes. And sometimes you'll play with me on piano. Yeah, the best is when we played these eyes on piano and violin. That was so good. I know. So, but I need to learn to do more of those things. I finally am just learning. uh, What's it called? A fiddle Fiddle tune. But I feel like my fiddle song. Well, there's a specific name. Chicken of the North. You can look it up on YouTube. (laughs) Um, What you call it? So that's been super fun. But as part of this, like continuing with the theme of trying to maintain our wedding for the better part of the summer. I've been trying to get John to finish the wedding video. First of all, yes. when we're done this, can we watch the wedding video? Yes. Second of all, I did finish it the first draft. Oh, the first draft. Which we showed family and a couple friends. Yeah. Thirdly, I said, whatever day you want to screen this thing, whether I'm 10% done or 90% done, when it's time for screening, it's going to be 110% done. Oh. So, and then we were just trying to figure out a schedule of when to do this viewing party. So the one thing I realized, much like jamming in the summer, is it's impossible to get like 16 of your friends together in the summer, right? And so we might, we were like, oh, do we do this in shifts? And we were taking like polls of like, when is when are people available so much so that even though i felt like and this will probably go down in like 
bullshit history. But even though I thought I checked in with Sean, Maddie, and Ferris on one text thread mm. to say, are you available September 14th? Mm. Knowing that it's TIFF, I thought Ferris would say no. She couldn't do it. And I thought Maddie was away at a uh, wedding. Mm. But then we ended up having the party on September 14th. And both of them were together. And we're like, right. how come Val didn't invite us after they saw yeah, the yeah, post yeah. on Instagram? So that day we it was finally here we're gonna do the screening of this video on september 14th with oh it's not just a screening it's though it's not just a screening we're saying your old old horny grandmother screening <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have 16 of our closest friends mainly it's everyone who's in the wedding party mm. for the most part ish yes um <clears throat> like hit or miss some other people like some other friends um and so john has to get this video ready and so i think one of the things was this is not your common wedding video we cut oh the, god no you cut this like we cut our vacation videos which feel a little well, less prescriptive like there's no aerial shots of the great hall no, no nothing against anyone's vacation video i mean it's awesome if you want to i'm not gonna say anything but if you want to just do a have some slow ed sheeran song with a drone yeah. shot of you walking out that's great, but you know what we're gonna use Spencer Davis Group. Spencer Davis Group. <laughs> Wallows, Lizzo. Yeah. So and ah, Vampire Weekend. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I saw. I was watching. Uh, what was it last month when they announced all like the new um, uh, Apple products, like mm -hmm. the new phone stuff? Mm -hmm. When I was watching it, they did a video to Vampire Weekend sympathy. Yes. I was like, dog, I made my video to sympathy <laughs> three months ago. People tell me I don't know what good music to oh, use for videos. Oh, please. Um, anyway. So, so anyways. We were like, yo, we're going to do the screening. And so one thing that you always oh, say. Sorry. I was gonna, yeah. One other thing I was going to say is a lot of people for their wedding videos, mm -hmm. they want to have like professional 4K video quality and this mm -hmm. and that. It's like, yeah, our pictures were professional photos. But when it came to videos, myself and Sean basically filmed everything. But I didn't want to have like everything 4K, high quality. I, I just... I like things that look like kind of grainy sometimes yeah. along with the high quality photos and videos. So. I think the other thing what I love is and you've we've commented on this like during the wedding podcast one to three episodes is that what I love about you and Sean filming the wedding was that it was your perspectives kind of thing. It's like you guys knowing you know where the action is going to be who are the people to focus on also those like little funny moments and like sweet moments like there's this one really like super cute um clip of tesla giving like sean a kiss on yeah. camera which i love and like i think that would only happen when the best man yeah is dating one of our other For close sure. friends and is also the videographer right also things like all of the impromptu moments of like sound check and stuff like that like yeah. so anyway so I but, was so excited for this video to come together. And so you'd seen the video, but I had done two brand new segments. Where you weren't going to show me. No, because what's better, showing it to you now or you live watching it with everyone else? I know, but you always run the risk of me being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so I, the two new segments I had done was I had done your rehearsal with the band. Yeah. Which I used the song by the band Wallows, who you love and adore oh boy you after we this both segment, like wallows after this segment we're gonna do uh the review <laughs> fast bender and then i also did the post credit scene which Whoa. included a scene from the hangover yes which i thought was brilliant set to the song by sophie turner which you quite enjoyed that's right and, and the knocks so, and the knocks so also used in an apple commercial <laughs> there you go they make dope commercials 
Uh, and great products. So, so <laughs> <laughs> you go. So no, you go. I, you go. You no, go. you go. You know, you go. You know, you go. I I said that to somebody earlier this week, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, I will go. go." And I'm like, "You don't Dude, remember the thing? You don't remember that sizzle reel I made? You weren't you there. Have, remember that episode of Portlandia? You go. No, 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 you go. Um. So mm. I invited 16 people over. You're like Val. Don't make a huge production. Just get some like appetizers. Get some appetizers. Whoa, People whoa, can whoa, eat whoa, beforehand. Whatever. This is more about wedding video than yeah. it is just like a dinner. And so yeah. you'd said. Sure. I'll do that. I'll only do Spanish appetizers. We're going to do Spanish theme mm. today. What I didn't realize is halfway through deciding to do Spanish theme, I also was like, I'm going to make paella, which yes. is something that you and I eat on the reg. Right. <laughs> and so I feel like. I can make paella very seamlessly for like two to four people, but 16 people I've never made paella for. Why not do it this time? Absolutely. The other thing that happened was Miranda was moving out of the suburbs back into the city in her transition chapter place with Isaac, right? And I was like, don't worry, girl. I'll help you move too. Not Mm. realizing two hours later, I had 16 people coming over. So anyway, um, the menu consisted of... Um, these like stuffed dates with feta, cheese wrapped in bacon, drizzled with honey and almond paste. Then we did um, asparagus with something. Then we did uh, obviously paella, the paella. bread. There was like two other main dishes. Oh, I made those things, the croquettes. Mm. Right? Those are really good with the bechamel and the ham. Yeah. And then th- there was stuffed mushrooms and things. I was a little ambitious with the menu. Seeing as I hadn't created any of these things before. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So it was a combination of like bandmates, high school friends, wedding party, etc. Um, Quartet, Bijan and his girlfriend Katie came, which was awesome because I actually didn't know they were coming. Mm. But then I got freaked out because I'm like, fuck, I don't think we have enough cutlery. No, we don't have enough cutlery. We don't have enough chairs. We don't have enough <laughs> table space. So I was getting very stressed out space. about all this because I realized when we had and- everyone over for a uh, birthday Christmas dinner, we actually got stuff from my parents. And that's why I always say, I'm like, whenever we do these big dinners, and rightfully so, but you always get stressed out. I'm like, remember, this is about watching the wedding video. So I'm like, why not just make some appetizers and just have fun? Because I would never do that. Don't you remember last, last week's week, episode yes. with the brunch? Yes, right? yes, yes, And yes. so this is where I'm like, okay. So I guess it was just, I was getting a little stressed because I felt like crunched for time. But it's always great. Like Sean was in the kitchen with us. Chris. Messing with the pots and pans. <laughs> Sean was in the kitchen messing with the pots and pans. <laughs> There's like mm. 90s Easter eggs all over. Uh, there this is. Um, and so anyway, so I thought a dinner was okay. The paella wasn't my best paella. It's delicious. Everyone said it was good, but I was like, yo, come over for two to four people of paella and I can kill it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we did that. I drank a lot. Right. Yeah, Everyone did. There was like 12 of you in the 605 studios singing as oh loud as you could. And we I'm had, just like, oh, can I just boy. Do one? one second. Sure. So there was um, myself. Chris, Z, Rob, and Bijan in the 605 studios. And we're like, yo, we obviously got to jam a bit. Like, what the fuck? So I think it was like 10 at this point. And like everyone was like, John's going to freak out. John's going to freak out. So here's just a clip of us. Oh, boy. (laughs) This is 
oasis into with or without you. Oh, yeah. This one, you're recording. Yes. <laughs> so I gotta come back to the studio. Yeah, we put the intro in. Get ready, friends. Yeah. Didn't need to just go right into this song, huh? <laughs> Because they call you out. Ready? <laughs> John, John just had a stroke. Like, you motherfuckers! <laughs> it wasn't that loud. Playing it through a phone, there's also no singing. Fast forward to like the singing part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not loud at all. There's not a violin, piano, harmonica, guitars. This is at like 10:30 at night too. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> But there was there was a part where I was saying I love uh, Danielle announcing this amazing Katy Perry song that I got obsessed with. Mm. Um, what is it? The one that got away. Yeah. And so I'm obsessed with it because the dude from Narcos is in the video. Yeah. And El so, Papi. El Papi. <laughs> That's and not his so name. I was so excited. He's also in Star Wars that we yeah. never saw. Um, Didn't we see that one? No, I don't think we saw that one. And so then I was like, yo, this video and this song is so good. So Daniela sings it well. Chris didn't know it, but he's like, I'll sing fireworks. And he belted it. Yeah, that's the one I was like, God. I just kept laughing. We were talking about the new Tool album while you were singing that song. Oh, really? Yeah. Other people are talking about the new Tool yeah, album too. Everyone with, likes it because it sounds reminiscent of the old Tool. Do you album. like Tool? Uh, I knew a couple of their songs. Yeah, I don't really get down with Tool. Um, but, but anyway, so ahead. then we're like, okay, okay. After jamming, we're like, we're like I was it. like, we're eating paellas and jamming. I'm like, this is the wedding day. <laughs> yeah. Where is the wedding part of this I know, video? But you got to chill. You know, but, my dream is if we have a house, we have enough people to have like a full table to sit properly around. We oh have a jamming boy. space. Oh yeah. Bathroom, be, you want to get a laundry. <laughs> now, want, I, now I sound like a size queen. <laughs> You want to get a house in downtown Toronto? I'm trying to. Good luck with that, sister. Oh, thanks, brother. <laughs> brother. Brother. Yummy. <laughs> Keep going, so sucker. So then we're like, okay, so it's probably like 11 now, and we're like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this or whatever. Yeah. Because we got some moms in the house, right? We yeah. know, like, we got to make sure every- Tammy and Z were there. Oh, so I was like, I don't want one mom and one dad. That's fair. There's no other parents. But I was like, I just want to make sure that we watch this and have enough time to potentially watch other videos. Yeah, the, we want the band performance. Totally. And so we're like, okay. And so we're all kind of hanging out, and I realize... That I'm like, fuck, I haven't seen two parts of this video yeah. yet. So I'm watching with fresh eyes too. And I think somebody was like, I can't remember who had said it. They're like, how did he keep this from you? I'm like, John keeps everything from Yeah, me. I have so many secrets. <gasps> so anyway, how do you think it went? I stood in the corner drinking a beer. Drinking a beer? Drinking a beer. <laughs> yeah. It went awesome. It got laughs. It got applause. It yeah. got gasps. It got tears, I think. Yeah. I think it went well. What did you think? I thought it was great. My favorite parts were obviously, 
I still love the band part, right? Like that, like just the way you cut it is so much fun. Right. I think the one thing that is so interesting though is all those like long breaks where it cuts to like a new scene, like the hangover scene. Right. It was exactly what you wanted. People thought yeah, it was ending. Exactly. And then it was like, oh, you go into like the post credit scene and then it was like so funny. It's like, why is the hangover starting? But it's the scene, the first hangover where they discover the phone and like all this crazy stuff. Yeah. So it goes perfectly into like our end credit scene with like all the crazy pictures and videos Leading from the wedding. Leading up to the wedding. And so it was super fun. One, because I feel like some friends had like actually lived through some of those stories. Some of them had only heard them, not seen them. And like other new friends like Bijan and Katie probably had no knowledge of any of it. Oh, yeah. So it was like, what the fuck's going on? And I remember like one of those things that I was like, not... Like, I was like, just put in the shot of me missing my tooth, the boomerang. It makes me so sad, though. I know, it makes you sad, but I'm like, yo, I know this shot's going to kill it on screen. <laughs> so it's like, obviously, I have I know, it makes me so sad. I know. But it killed. It killed. So everybody was like, oh, and then you're like, the star of this wedding video is actually Chris. Chris, yeah. <laughs> so. I am. I was sad because it is fun watching with people for the first time, and then like, when it gets to vampire, no, when it gets to Robin, that's when I get sad. I'm like, oh no, it's almost over. And yeah. So I got sad towards the end because I knew people seemed to really like it, which was cool. Yeah. But still, a few friends who haven't seen it, so we play it yeah, for them. Yeah, clearly because we forgot to invite Ferris and Matt. We invited them. We invited them. I I will go down fighting. Zay. Time queens. Time queens, and so we have to watch it with those guys. And Miranda and Lil haven't seen it yet. That's right. Dre hasn't. So we have enough time to whore that video around. That's true. Um, but I will say, like, it was so nice watching those. Then we rewatched the like the performances, mm-hmm. which were awesome. And just like I don't know, I think coming off of like the three summer weddings as well, it was nice to like just keep that like momentum going. And it was also just like really nice to relive like our wedding again with everybody. Best wedding ever. Just Best saying. wedding ever. Obviously, everyone had a part. Which is another thing I actually really loved is that, like, watching it with all the friends, it's like, yo, everyone had a part in this wedding. And because we did the iPad um, guest book, mm. right, a lot of, like, Z heard his and Ben's, like, thing, Alistair and Kathleen's yeah. um, comments, like, you stitched all of those into the video, too, which was fun. So do you think you can listen to this podcast because we talk about the wedding? Oh, boy. Not yet. <laughs> so uh, remarkably we're almost at an hour do you want to talk about is there anything else on that calendar like lizzo well, we have my mom's oh birthday yeah and lizzo. so why don't we talk about your mom birthday because that will lead into next week's episode yeah so um just because this year like i think we wanted to do something special for my mom it, it was, was a, a big mi- birthday milestone birthday my mom turned 70 she looks like possibly 32 yeah um she is definitely one of those trade you in for an older model I know. Well, I have this options. Is, I can trade you in for a younger, younger model, model or an older an model. actual younger well, model. Well, I'm pretty sure my mom has the hots for you all the time. <laughs> so she's always like, that John, right? So handsome, <laughs> right? Um, Good thing this isn't like a 90s sitcom or else you might oh, be in trouble. Empty nest. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, you're going to trade me in for Hannah or my mom. <laughs> yes. One is um, a younger model and one is an older <laughs> Bitty. <model. laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so it's my mom's 70th birthday. And we wanted to do something special for her. So I think we we did dinner at the house. Yeah. And then I think we did. Didn't yeah, we? we did. Um, And so then we did that. You made cake. I did? No, Kim did. Yes. Kim made the cake. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, yeah, she yeah, did. The chocolate, chocolate cake. cake. The multi-layer mm, chocolate cake. That was a good cake. I know it was. I love homemade cakes. <sighs> anyway, Keep going. I love so your then, cakes, too. 
I was saying to John, I was like, yo, I want to get my mom something more of an experience, get her out of the city, get her out of like a routine. So you're like, oh, okay, or we could take her to Niagara Falls. And I'm like, okay, or we can go somewhere else. And then I wasn't thinking like Vegas or something, but I'm like, it's a, it's a big deal, right? And I'm like, I have disposable income. So I'm like, I want to like, you know, pamper my mom, right? So needless to say, just because we were like, pretty busy with certain things and it was hard to like kind of get our shit together only like two days prior I bought us um a trip to go to Montreal because she hadn't been since like Carl was a baby essentially and so we ended up going or sorry I surprised my mom with the trip for me her and John to go to Montreal for like three days at the end of the week so it was like literally like Less less than a week away we're like piecing out and flying to Montreal yeah and so that was like really exciting. I think she was like super. Can you stop? I think she was like super excited. Um, also, like, whoa, like my mom. I think this is something as you get older, people like get like really like, I don't want to trouble you, like kind of thing and like whatnot. I'm like, no, like we want to do this, right? And so it was good. We didn't know if you'd get time off work, but I'm so happy that you got to come with us now. Oh, um, boy. That would have been bananas. And yeah. then, um, yeah, so it was like four days away, departure time. Yeah, so what did we do the day before we went to Montreal on the Thursday? No, so on the 18th, we saw another house. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one uh, it was like in the pocket or something. I think it's, I didn't even know what it was called, the pocket, but it yeah. was like basically... We don't have to say where it was. Yeah. Um, but it was downtown Toronto. Downtown Toronto. It was like, I found this place on Zucasa. It had only been posted for like six hours. It was like a townhouse. Um, it looks super cute inside and pretty spacious. It was like kind of almost too good to be true. Had everything we wanted. Yeah. And I was like, yo, somebody definitely got murdered here. <laughs> and so then um, I was like, it'd be great if we could go see it. So I think then on Wednesday, we yeah. went to go see it that That's night right. with Becca. Yeah. Right? We went to go see two places. Oh, yeah. Both on opposite ends of the city. Oh, yeah. That's right. right? I can't remember what the other one looked like. The know? other one looked like the, it's like a typical town, like a typical condo townhouse. So then we were like, okay, I we're like, what day does this like um, townhouse Good offer get date. Get offer date. The and Tuesday so then, after we get back from Montreal. Which is great. So if we want to put in an offer, we're like, we've been like hearing, like for some of the places we put in offers on, we always get like uh, one outbid. But then the other option is that we've also been um, bullied offered out of um, a bid. And so I'm like, John, what is a bully offer? Like, what is this? And I actually had dinner with Meg earlier that week. And she had told me her and her husband, Tyson, did a bully offer on their place, which means you put in an offer before, um, what do you want to call it, before the offer date, and if the sellers want it, they can say yes. So you kind of have an opportunity to, like, put in something higher, but not as high if you're, like, in a bidding war. Right. And so we're like, okay, why don't we wait to see what happens on Sunday, right? If we really like this place, we'll put in a, potentially a bully offer on Sunday, so then yeah. we're like, okay, let's all go our separate ways, right? So we did. We kind of spoke about it, whatever. But then we were super excited because Thursday was the Lizzo show. Oh, man. Lizzo, so we became exciting. huge fans for, yeah. So you got these tickets a while ago. I got them so long ago, I was at a different venue. <coughs> oh, was, yeah. Is it, it where we did Booby Ball? <laughs> 
which is a bullshit venue for concerts, but a good one for booby bombs. Yeah, exactly. I've seen too many bands I love not What's like. What's it called? Uh, Rebel. Rebel. Saw Phoenix there, didn't like it. Saw she and him there, didn't like it. Saw, saw Hanson there, didn't like it. <laughs> saw Young the Giant there, didn't like it. Saw Grady there, did like it because they played the smaller venue. Mm-hmm. I also saw Lady Respectables there, and they were pretty good. Um, so we she moved it from <clears throat> from that venue, excuse me, to the amphitheater. She basically blew up in like yeah, spring she's like to summer. Yeah, the biggest thing ever. Yeah. So Ferris Maddie. and Maddie were going to that show. Was Tesla or no? No. There was a bunch of people. Christina. Christina just us. a bunch of people. Yeah. So we decided to go for dinner beforehand. Yeah. And like kooks, we decided to go to Liberty Village. I don't even know why we did that. We All of us live in the East End. I know. <laughs> so it took us like 10 years to find an actual restaurant. Yeah. But then we found a pretty good place and I had to find the four of us. Oh, yeah. Us, the four of us always like, this is where I'm like, it just makes a difference. Like you're just hanging with friends or you're just like kicking it. But one thing we heard was that she wasn't going on till 930. 30. And then so we're walking. We had a bit of a later dinner. We get to the venue at like 915. All of a sudden I hear, I'm crying. I'm like, oh, oh my God. So we like she had just as we got there, she had just started performing. And so we're like, what the fuck, Ticketmaster? And yeah. so then we like run to our seats. My friend Liz from work was also going. Okay. That's what it was. Liz at Lizzo? And yeah. And so she's like, where are you guys? Where are you in John City? And we're like, because the, the um, concert moved, everyone who had tickets to Rebel got priority seating in like the 100s 100s. and 200s and then like kind of everyone else. The one thing I will say about the Lizzo concert as a whole was that it was possibly the best audience in Toronto I have ever participated in. I feel like it's the loudest crowd I've ever been to. Like I figure NSYNC and their prime Beatles, like that's, it was like, Boy band crazy loud. So like, like, did you notice how loud it was? That yeah. that crowd was like yeah. insane. It was also like anything Lizzo said with like people yeah. would cheer, and it was like all these really positive like affirmations. She like she's had for really every, yeah she's like it's, everyone's it's, person. It's for everyone. It's for gay, straight, white, women, brown, women, yeah. men, any anyway. Motown, it's, mo- yeah, pop, pop classical. She's just like she's. Her, which is why she's great. Like she makes music for everyone. Her personality is just like she's not the norm. She reminded me of like a Beyonce performance. Like that's how powerful it seemed to me. Yeah, but I also feel like it was more than like I feel like she surpassed Beyonce to me a little yeah. bit. Um, but it was so crazy because her stage setup was so minimalistic. Yeah. Because I guess it was just supposed to be at Rubble. Right. But then she was commenting on like, and this is where <coughs> excuse me. I appreciate her level of success and not letting it go to her head where she's like just this past may i was performing at the danforth a way smaller venue yeah way smaller venue for a non-sold out crowd and yeah. now i'm here in front of like sixteen thousand people yeah. cheering at the top of the lines and you could tell she was like noticeably moved by the yeah. crowd like someone like taylor swift who does like fake like oh my god i'm so thankful. yeah this was like super genuine right um and like it's all her. Like, she played the flute for, like, a hot three seconds. Yeah, I know. Um, I wanted more flute. Want way more flute because she's, like, classically trained. Yeah. But, like, the show was crazy. It was awesome. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was unbelievable. Crowd was good. Great Crowd seats. was great. I was texting my friend Joe, who lives in BC, who, like, is the biggest, like, fanboy for her. Right. And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, just FaceTime me in. Yeah. And so it was so good. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it, it felt awesome. sad to leave. I know. And then we, it was so much fun. Then we get home at like midnight and I'm like, oh shit, 
I have a bunch of stuff. I'm like, we need laundry before we go. Our flight the next day to Montreal was oh, at like fuck, nine eh? in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, shit, I need to do some laundry. We had no clothes. Oh my god, that's did right. laundry till like two in the morning. Fudge. And yeah. then we woke up extra early to get your mom an Uber to mm-hmm. to the place mm-hmm. to uh, Porter. So I feel like we're this week's podcast is done. We're at an hour ten almost. Yeah. Should we tell them the big announcement? Yeah. I think we should because then it'll bring them back for next week. Yeah. Because okay, so the big announcement of the second big announcement oh of God. season eighteen. Two things I never thought I would ever do in my life. We yeah. did them both this year. <laughs> both this season. Yeah, um, true. We bought a house. Bought a house right in downtown. In Toronto. downtown Toronto at an airport. While we were in Montreal. While we were in Montreal. <laughs> so We are homeowners. We are officially homeowners. And much like everything John and I do, the storyline to buying a house is, is riddled. Insane. <laughs> riddled with chaos. Just complete chaos. <laughs> and we wouldn't have it any other way. So. Oh, I probably would have less chaos. <laughs> yeah. There were no teeth broken in this adventure yet. No, just bank accounts. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, we will tell insane. you that story. It's a crazy story. It's crazy. one of the craziest stories you're ever going to hear ever. Yeah. No shit. And a lot of learnings. Like I feel like um, maybe this is where we can do like John and Val's top 10 um, yeah. advices or whatever the hell it is. Advice yeah. points to buying a house. So um, we're going to be leaving 605 Studios. Yeah. But you know what? Every super fan has asked us. Are yes. we still keeping live at 605? We won't say that till next week. It's a tease. Is it though? It's a it's a big tease. Oh boy! It's a strip tease. Okay. So not a C tease. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what's what's your fiddle song called? Chicken of the North. C tease of the North. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so anyway, that's the big news. We got mm-hmm. crazy, crazy stuff coming next mm-hmm. week. But before then, why don't do you have a band of the week? Yes, you introduced it to me, and then I've actually been listening to it for the last couple of days. Um, at work hold on yes it's a band called yuna i think it's just a person or just a person named yuna with her album named rouge mm. it came out this summer in july the album black day in july that day in july but it's um how do you describe it it's like pop r&b it's like georgia smith meets cali uchis it's just like think solange Knowles, just yeah. like fierce independent pop mm-hmm. weird like yeah, I don't know. It's just it has John's favorite uh, rapper feature, J G Easy. I hate G Easy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. But it has Tyler the Creator yeah, on it. I love Tyler it. the Creator. Um, Bunch of people. Kyle. Uh, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Who I don't like either, but he's our Kyle. Um, but anyway, this album is awesome. I actually feel like it's one of those albums, much like Caliucci's, where you can listen to the whole I thing. Love Caliucci's album. So, but this is the thing: you yeah. can listen, yeah, like from front, front to, to back. back. Right, and they all kind of really well flow into each other. Yeah. Um. So definitely check out her al- new album Rouge that came out this year. Which song um, do you want to do from? But I think it? we like the song Castaway with Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's I love anything he does, and again, he's also he's on Caliucci's album. Yeah. She's on his album, so I think you'll like this. This is Castaway by mm-hmm. Yuna featuring Tyler the Creator. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com and instagram.com slash live at 605. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm at ValGomez23. And on iTunes. Drop us a comment or rate our podcast because all those great comments keep us into the news and noteworthy. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I can't speak. I'm your podcaster, John. What are you doing with your hair? I don't know. They're cold. Be watch the wedding video okay didn't know i got
Some at this point I wanna run
John Mallon and Val Gomez.